Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Summer Sanders Sandals. Are you ready to continue your hot bit summer? Stay cool and stylish with Summer Sanders Sandals, the only way to keep your sweet, petite, and whole wheat feet away from the blistering heat. How do you put on these Summer Sanders Sandals? We trust you'll figure it out. Summer Sanders Sandals. For a limited time, use promo code WAC Goldberg, and your order will be billed directly to Jesse. We got some Braze Charge me up, Brazerbacks. I'm fully charged. I'm locked and loaded. It's great to be here. You're an electric car. I'm moving and grooving. There's going to be I'm more of you. More and more. I'm ready for the future. You're going, to be plug- You're going to be plugged in all over the city. It's going to be a huge infrastructure project, but they're going to plug in your sweet petite feet everywhere. And I'm looking forward to it because I feel like when I run on low battery, it's when I'm at my best. When that bar gets red, it's when my feet start to really get fast. Yeah, when the attorney general's red. It's kind. Bar. Red Dead Redemption. William eight Bar. We really had a good thing going, and I ruined it with that bar riff. But Roseanne, she, everyone gets canceled eventually. What are you going to do? Feel free to bar me. I'm going to throw you away, lock away the key. Lance, we're not in jail. We're free. We're in the, the pod kitchen. We are in the pod kitchen. It's a great Monday in July. Christmas in July. Hanukkah in July. Purim in July. Sure. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day. It's steamy outside. It's hot. We're in the virtual kitchen where it's always cooking. We're both wearing our hats. It's always cooking. I feel like that's just like something you say to launch the podcast in a good mood. We're not always cooking. When we're in the pot kitchen, when the lights are turned on, I think we're always cooking. We better be cooking. What else are we doing right now? I'm just saying it sounded like a stock line. I thought you were more genuine. If it was a stock line, I would have talked about summer sandal sandals and just talked about how much I love that ad read. But I'm not. I'm talking about how just we're cooking. Chop up some carrots, onion, celery, and put that in the stock. It's fine. Admit it. I'll let it simmer. Simmer Sanders. Welcome to episode 87. Thank you. This, Thank you very much. This is episode 87. Unfortunately, our last episode, episode 86, what happened to it, Jesse? I got 86 which means it never happened it got it got thrown out it got canceled we had to we had to kick it out it was 86th it was barred it's a shame because phil jackson was on it huge he, he did an hour and a half yeah him just we just picking the mind of the zen master he did stand up it was actually just a stand-up album it was gold but he the episode had had to get 86 we had to kick it out now we're on 87 it's like it never even happened it's like we yeah. someone was like it just it, it, it disappeared. Well, it was it was unruly, so we had to eighty six it. Right. I was looking up what eighty six meant. Do you want to know? I know. Feed me. Feed me. Sorry, sir. I'm. I was. I, I was going to give you a Wikipedia definition. You give you me the fresh one. This is the Eat New fresh. York City tour guide. Uh, Chumley's Speakeasy in the West Village now also I believe exists and was like re you know re. Now it's like $30 scallop, one scallop type place, I think. But it was a speakeasy. It was 86 Bedford, I think. Whatever street it was on, 86. And uh, they kicked people out or whatever. You were 86. Something like that. And then it became stuff on the menu. Like if yeah. someone gets taken off the menu, it got 86. Yeah. Now it's like if you get canceled, or if 86 can be anything. 
if you if we do an episode 86 it gets 86 could be 43 times two that's good math that's quick math that's quick that's good calculator bits on you i was good in math like i could do quick math but i couldn't do slow math long division i no i can do long division i couldn't do like concave parabola no way once you got the variables in there i was done absolutely i was i was done from day one give me a i I couldn't even count day one i need constant bits gotta do the bits i'm bowing numbers it's been it's been a constant a lot of variables but we're on episode 87 lands it's almost like it's good to be here yeah i don't want to get on that tangent i feel like i gotta co-sign bits with you always co-sign bits that's what this entire podcast is we're just co-signing each other's bits bits and pieces Reese's pieces yeah any meal prep holy mackerel what are we doing here i thought we were just riffing you texted me and you said hey i have to be out of here by 6 30 you said didn't say if we're we're here after 6 30 then i have a hard out i have a hard out i'll tell you can i tell you what i'm the hard out is for Sure. Might as tell, well put don't it tell me. Tell the Brazerbacks. I'm going to tell All right. I'll tell the Brazerbacks. I have a uh, hard out. I have to go meet my sister's new puppy. Not I don't have to. Wow. I need to. All right. I got I to gotta get out of the kitchen. She got a, a English bulldog puppy named Winston. I got I to gotta get out of here. No comment for me. It just sounds nice. My negativity is just going to ruin. I, I'm not a dog person. And that's fine, but I shouldn't take that negativity and put it on other people's excitement. That's nice of you. That's nice of you. Do appreciate that. Meal prep. You're not going to like this one. Phil Jackson came. We discussed this a little bit. Phil Jackson did not enjoy your your driving top nine. He interpreted one of your rankings as enjoying. I'm going to read the text. He said, Lance enjoys almost getting into accidents? Question mark, exclamation mark. His number four was like surviving near-death experiences in the car. I mean, it's a great feeling, but not a good one. And then he says, I got toasted on my predictions. It was a tough week for predictions. But Lance, what do you got to say about that? Are you a, a race car driver? I think, Phil, you got to roll back the tape. And I was implying after the experience, it's over. It's like a, there's like an adrenaline that, that courses through your veins. Like a rush Artery, arteries, possibly. Definitely your arteries. But it's interesting. You enjoy that feeling afterwards. But is that something when you go out for a drive, you're like, I can't I'm not wait try- to- I'm not seeking it, but it happens. You're a thrill seeker. You're not seeking it. Okay. It's just, it's, it's just meal prep and fill. It's just with Phil. I'm an Eastern religion. I'm going to seek it. Get a seeker, Harry Potter. There you go. I don't even, I read the first two books and I still got that. You took your shot with a chaser and uh, that's also a Quidditch position. Huge. Chase me out of Dodge. You got any meal prep? I don't. I don't think so. Wow, what a week! Episode eighty-seven. Yep, everything's ready to be put in the oven. Should we dive into highlights? I mean, you're the one who now. I know you. You're barking to see that puppy. I cannot wait to see the puppy. I'm. It's a. It's a little poop. English bulldog. Is that? That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what any of this means. It's like a little puppy toy. I wonder like why. Why do you? Why do you think I like? I like despise dogs almost. I think there's something wrong with me. You want to analyze it? Analyze that. Yeah. You don't like love. Dog, <laughs> dogs are lovers. I like cats. Give me a cat. Cats are so mean. Oh this, yeah. This is what we talked about this in the Give first. Give me episode. that rejection. 
they're so like they, their like entire being is like trying to strategize how to eat your face. Ignore me. Dogs, they they want to love you. They want to ignore me for you. the end of time. <laughs> I can't do that on the pod. I'm not gonna ignore you on a talk show. Ignore Efron. Strong. Now we're now that's that's a contender. That's a Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive in. Yeah, I do got a highlight. Let me pull it up because I kind of forgot how I phrased it. Yeah, this is my highlight was yesterday, which was Sunday. It's going to be a boring highlight, but it's a strong emotional highlight. Yesterday, I got oh, a lot done. Love that. Got a lot done of things I wanted to do and just hadn't got around to it. Number one, I cleaned our fridge. Oh, that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Emptied out all the things that just kind of piled up. Took out everything. I cleaned the, like the shelves, mm-hmm. sprayed them. I didn't spray them. That's a lie. I took dish soap and paper towel. That's and, great. And yeah, dispose of things, arranged everything. So everything's visible and easy to get to. Ooh. Took some stuff out of our freezer that was like, oh, maybe we'll have this, but then clearly we're not gonna nice. type thing. Some food waste, but overall it was, man, it's pretty manageable food waste. Waste management. I work in that. Art. Yeah. You're a garbage man. So I did that. Then Kate and I kind of, we also just like cleaned our apartment, like semi deep clean, I would say. Not like super, super deep clean, but semi. Went to the cleaners. A lot of cleaning going on. Mr. I, clean over here. So I guess since the pandemic there, I went to like, I went to a wedding in June and I had like another event that I had to like wear nice stuff, but I haven't been going to the cleaners at all and I'm letting it all pile up. I have a wedding in two weekends. So I needed to get all this and Kate needed to get a dress tailored. Lautner. Swift. So we went together to this new place and it was great. And that was good. We drove there. Drove? Sunday drive. That's the opposite of a joyride. That's productive. Got, got gas. Got milk. Got milk. And then I did some kind of Excel spreadsheet number stuff for my tour business, which will be re-emerging from the shadows in a, in a braze bit. Emerge a Baca. That's exciting. Yeah. Got everything together for the insurance that I need for that. So I was just unbelievably productive. Jesus. And then I went out and did comedy. Wow. That's productive. It was. That's, that's a, all on a Sunday? On a Sunday. Oh, this is, that's, that's incredible. That's not a lazy Sunday. No. Good for you. That must feel good. That's a good feeling. Start off the week. When you start off the week on the right foot, you could only go downhill because then you'll mess up eventually. But you're, you're in a good position. You're... You're in Mario Kart. You're getting that boost right off the, the starting line. So that's huge. Oh, yeah. That's great momentum. That's fruit by the foot. That's roll up. It's a kid's treat. You did a show Sunday night? Yeah. I did. I was on the 6P. We got canceled. We I, heard, I heard that. It's tough sledding out there. Yeah. Too early. Too early. Too, Sunday too nice 6P. Out. Sunday 6P during the fall slash winter slash early spring. It's great. But yeah, when the, when the sun the, goes the down. Razor backs don't need to hear this. Yeah. Come to a show yeah. Sunday 6 p.m. I would love that. I, I, I needed that yesterday. Those are some strong highlights. My highlights were not as productive, but they were fun. Last night, I watched some women's skateboarding in the Olympics. Never watched it before. Flipped it on. It was fantastic. Very impressive. These girls were hip, young, and stylish, doing kick flips and back skateboard flips. Very impressive. Very cool. Didn't realize that was an Olympic event. I enjoyed that. You watch any Olympics? No. Hate dog, hates Olympics. This guy's anti-American. I, I don't. I can't get into the Olympics. 
I don't think I could either, but th- this was on. I can't do it. I've never been into it. And this year is like the worst of all the Olympics because it's like barely the Olympics. It's underrated. It's got some basketball. You got some swimming, yeah. some softball, I, some I, volleyball. There's something about it that bothers me and I don't know what. And I'll just on. put it, I'll put it on me. You got a lot. You hate dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Lance, let's, let's turn this into therapy. Let's, let's do a deep dive. There are some things that I love watching. True. What's, what's your number one thing you love to watch? Kate and I watched a bunch of the Sopranos episodes on Saturday. That's you can't hate that. That's the good life with Zach and Cody. Sweet life. Close. Good life with Kanye West. Yeah. New album coming out. Donda. Donde esta? He rented at a Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. He's just making the album there. I heard it about it. I did it. another part of my highlight was another artistic experience that I had with my parental units. We did back to back weeks of artistic cultural excursions we went to the van gogh immersive experience you've heard about this i've seen a lot of signs for it and you know what i thought i thought i thought (laughs) this is something that i think jesse went to with his parents but i guess i just had a premonition you manifested it yeah maybe maybe my mom got these tickets a long time ago almost a year ago uh it was awesome if you like van gogh if you like museums if you like art it was in the Lower East Side in like a warehouse on like Pier 36, I think. Oh, Pier 36. I um, thought you said Peter. I was like, that's not a street. Peter Pan, Peter Avello. It was fantastic. It was like a 35-minute presentation that was projected onto the floor and onto the walls. It was it was amazing. Just like the presentation itself, I could watch that on my laptop, like the video. Like the it was his art, but it was like it's hard to describe, but it's like moving and almost immersive lance the way they they labeled the experience highly recommend it if you have have a chance to check it out and then to cap it off washington capitals i had a meal hirsch with phil jackson and genie bus the zen master and his wife we went out to rosa mexicana you told me about this it was bumping it was buzzling chips and guac spit some hot gossip it was great ryan gosling bingo yeah that was do i comment on it that's something you have to ask yourself, Lance. We got a lot of a lot of int- a lot of questions that need to be answered from you to you. Why do you hate dogs? Why do you hate the Olympics? And are you going to comment on my highlights? <laughs> Am I going to comment on your highlights? Van Gogh. It sounds like something that I'm not going to go to. I'm not going to Van Gogh to it. Okay, I'll, I'll say that. But it also sounds like something that the city should have. I'm glad it's there. It's tremendous. It was it was awesome. I'm sure if I like went there, I would like it. But that's the problem with the city is that there's too many things to do. This if is a limited it, time. It's not going. I think it's going to be end there ended by the end. So of the summer. everything's always a limited time. Yeah. You ever hear about a sale? They're like, we extended this for three days. And it's like no shit, obviously, because you wanted more things. Well, this thing is it's limited until they extend it it's until it's around forever. Yeah, but there's always limited stuff in the city. But with the city, there's like 27 things to do at a given time. So whenever you do something, you're always like, was this the best thing? Should I have done something else? Right. And I always feel that at comedy shows where that's what the audience is thinking, if it's not like an amazing show. And sometimes I'm like, I should just live in a small town where one thing happens. And then everyone's happy because there's not this uh, paralyzation of choice. Then you have the feeling there's, of like there's, there's no options here. There's and nothing everyone, has, everyone has a dog, so that's not good. Gotta love a dog. Most people have dogs in the city. 
More and more people. No one, not most people. I don't have a dog in this fight, Lance. I got no dog in the fight. I'm a junkyard road. I'm dog. glad you're not dog fighting. It's illegal. Call me Michael Vick. I'm I'm Michael Vick. Michael Vick turned himself around. He's I think like by all accounts a tremendous person and you know gets dragged for the thing. Yeah, whatever, you know. Vick, people change. People Vick evolve and grow. Yeah, rub me down. Vick's are- the uh Italian restaurant in Jersey Shore that is by the place I go, but I've never been there. Do they sell pizza? They do sell pizza. They are famous for their pizza. I got to try that out. That's one thing in New York City, Lance, that I like. There's a lot of options. There's also a lot of pizza options. There are a lot of pizza options. You could have pizza a lot. Any day of the week. Any time of the day or night, I would say. I don't think at 9 a.m. Domino's? Pizza slot? Is that pizza? Domino's has pizza. Is it pizza, though? Or is it its own thing? Another another deep question. That's something deep dish, Chicago style. Lance, I I have a hankering for pizza. Hank is area. Hank Aaron. This is a home run. I think like I'm Goldberg. on the bases with you. Hank Goldberg. He was Jewish, and people were like, "You're Jewish, and you're playing baseball." I never heard of Hank Goldberg. You never heard of Hank Goldberg? I feel like the Podfather is going to eviscerate you for that one. Who was the other big baseball Jew? Uh, Sandy Sally, Koufax. Sandy. Sally wow. Koufax. Wow, I feel like Sally. the podfather is going to disown you for this. Come after for me. This. Hank Goldberg. Though I did have a book growing up. As my Hank Greenberg. Old- Hank Greenberg, I apologize. See, let's go. I knew Hank Greenberg. <laughs> of course I knew Hank Greenberg. Uh, I'm, uh, it's over for me. Podfather is disown me. <laughs> I, I deserve it, too. With that, that confidence I had, misplaced confidence. I had a book of... Uh, Famous Jewish Mormons? sports athletes and Book of Mormons. Was my, it three pages long? <laughs> yeah, but it was a thick, big book with big. I got to bring that. I got to bring back that joke that I did. I forgot about it. Now, thank you. I remembered it. Yeah, I remember that bit. National Jewish Sports Hall of Fame, which yeah. is literally ten minutes from my house. Bring it back. And it takes longer to drive there than to walk through it. <laughs> That's gold. Berg. Berg. <laughs> it's whack. Uh, this episode isn't whack. This, this episode's not getting 86, I'll tell you that much, Lance. I'm starting to crave up an appetite for pizza. Where, where do you want to go? I could list a lot of places, There's, especially in the city that we live. Fortunately, we have a lot of options. Would you be able to just for choice's sake only list nine? I can. I can do that for, I can do it for the pod. Lance, I, I have a caveat, though. I, I, I got to say something. Listen, uh, let me say one thing. Mind if I, if, I, if I say this thing? Are you listening? I got to yeah. say one thing. Yesterday, after the Lantern Bronx Rubber Yacht Club show got 86th, 6P, no one showed up. I decided that I was going to try a famous pizza place that I haven't ever tried Okay. for this list because I wanted to. I thought about doing that and I ran out of time. Yeah, I, I did this just because I had the time, the seasoning. And I had, it was horrendous. I'm not going to say reveal Parm what oh, please tell place me. it is. But I'll say it after the, our list. But if it's on okay. your list, I will be triggered and prepare me to come for your neck. I'm just letting you, I'm going to say that. Okay. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I feel like there's only two options that it can be. And one of it might be on my list. I was yeah. downtown, but I was going back to Astoria. I could, I could have gone anywhere. I don't. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you want to go first? I'll take the first slice. Get on base. My number nine, I think it's going to be a little controversial. I can see you not liking this. 
It is Two Boots. Two Boots is a unique New York pizza place. It is the Two Boots represent the boot of Italy and the boot of Louisiana. It's Cajun, Cajun inspired pizza. They have all these different, they're, it's always like this heavily cornmeal crust. And they have this like chicken one that's really good. They expanded and I think they closed a bunch, but the, the original one is in the East Village on Avenue A. And that one's still going strong. I walked by it the other day and I thought about having it. I did not. In uh, another life of mine, a place I used to work, we would get pizza every Friday, as I think we talked about on one episode, and they'd get two boots. And it was always just great seeing that it's not it's not a place for a cheese slice. A cheese slice there is fine. But where they really shine is their other slices, which are, are some of them are, are great. I enjoy two boots. I had it many times going to UCB East, the Beast RIP. back in the day. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that cornmeal crust. I think the toppings are, are fantastic, very creative. But something about that cornmeal crust, it reminds me of just like, like middle school cafeteria food. It's not, it's not for me. Sure. But that's not the one I was thinking of. Because I would have I torn your head off if you said it. <laughs> you would have torn my head off. Rip torn. Wow. Rod torn. Draft me. Put me in the league. I'll draft you. You want my number eight? I, I need it. Feed it? Feed you? Send it. You're not going to like this, but you would like it if you went there. It's on Orchard Street on the Lower East Side. It's called Una Pizza Napolitana. We're going to Napolitanas? You're a Napolitana guy? Yeah, take a no. Napolitana. People like it. Quinnipiac Napolitana. All right. This place, it's this guy. His name's Anthony yeah. something. And he had this pizza place in New Jersey and he would just make pizzas and then people loved it and then became famous. And then he was in the city and then he left the city, went to San Francisco and then he came back and he just like has this one place. Although I think he actually isn't there now. But anyway, I went there. I've been there twice. And the first time I went it with Kate, it blew me away. It is maybe in terms of like craft, the best pizza in the city. However, Wow. It does not feel like it's like it's there's $25 the pie and it's small. Yikes. Um, so it feels more like fine dining than it does pizza, which is why it's number eight. And I know you're not a Neo Neapolitan guy. So out of respect for your dislike of Neapolitan pizzas, but really it almost doesn't, it's like, it's almost like that. Uh, what I was talking about with that black label burger at Minetta Tavern. Right. It's almost right. like so good and so the quality is like so elevated that it barely feels like pizza in a way. But right. it also clearly is pizza. The That's experience does not feel like a pizza eating experience. It's not exactly. it's certainly not a pizzeria. That's why I don't I don't even consider that Napolitana really a pizza. It's a whole different experience. Like I, I think I would enjoy it if like I had it as like an appetizer with a bunch of people and I had one and I was like, oh, that's a nice bite. But if my whole thing was I want to have pizza tonight, I'm not going for Napolitana. But I, just, I don't hate it. I think it's a, it makes some solid hits. Neapolitana Del Rey. True. My number seven, I have two places that are more classic slice places, and this is one of them. It's Williamsburg Pizza. Now, Williamsburg Pizza, the original's in Williamsburg. They have a few. I think they've expanded, actually, fairly rapidly. But their second location was on the Lower East Side, around the corner from where I lived for a while. It was my go-to slice place. I think in terms of sheer quality, 
it might have been the best slice place. It became, because of its location, it became like a pretty popular drunk food place. So it was interesting to me where like drunk people would eat this like very high quality, delicious sliced pizza. And they also had a lot of other good specialty slices, but the cheese was just tremendous. It is number seven on my list. Number one, because uh, there's a lot of other good pizza places. But number two, during the pandy, we got it a Anymore. few times. And I don't, I, this is a suspicion. I've also heard, I've never really, I don't even, I don't think I've ever had it outside of the Lower East Side location, but I've heard there's one on the Upper East Side and apparently it wasn't as good. Uh, but I think that during the pandy, they changed how it was made maybe. It, they seem smaller, less substantial. And this is just hearsay and I don't want to soil the good name of Williamsburg Pizza, but it also could have been consistent. This was when I started making pizza, but there was a noticeable difference in taste around that time, which is why it's dropped. So my, my last experience of it weren't as positive. It's tough to see. There was a lot of places like that. The pandy as either white prices rise and, you know, people, yeah, you know, change, change the game a little bit. The dough's got to rise too. Just depends on what kind of ingredients you use. You got to make that dough. Ray me Faso. I, I have tried that and I, it's definitely an amazing cheese slice. It was probably in my top 15. Didn't, didn't crack the top nine. That's a solid pick. Got it. That was your number seven. My number nine, Lance. It's the only thin crust slice I have. It's the thin crust pie I have on my top nine. It's you're Tapo. On, you're on thin crust already. I'm not going to break the ice, but I might break Tapo. The ice. Tapo pizza. It's, on, it's in T-A-P-O? T-A-P-P-O. Sister restaurant, Vezo, is not there anymore. It used to be near Murray Hill. I probably got Vezo more, but Tapo's still around. And they're the same ingredients, same owner. Tapo is like a cracker style pizza, thin as can be, flaky. I, I love a thin pizza, especially when it's well-made and not too dry. It's got a nice snap to it, good bite, but it holds well. It doesn't get too greasy. Tapo, highly recommend it. It's in or next to that like church-like structure. that used to be a club on 24th and 6th, Flatiron. Tapo, it's been there for a long time. Okay. When you finish and you're full, do you tapo out? Yeah. Either you get either you tap out or you get tapped out by tapo. Will, will Edgar Allen tapo. William H. Macy. Doesn't even make any sense. That's where I was going first. <laughs> it sounds fine. I almost I don't have anything to say. I never even heard of it, which I feel like is surprising for me. It's solid. It's a solid like a rock. My number eight. We're going to Brooklyn. We're going to Williamsburg. We're going to L'Industrie Pizza. L'Industrie? L'Industrie? L'Industrie. L'Industrie Pizza. Had a lot of hype. I tried it a couple years ago, and it lived up to the hype. Great cheese slice. I like that they, uh, they, it's a classic cheese slice, and then they put like shredded mozzarella on top to finish it off to kind of change up the different textures. You got the melted, then the, the fresh mozzarella on top. Other slices are unique. Small little place in Williamsburg classic slice number eight i've never been there i've heard about it but i've never been there i'm glad to hear it's good there's two williamsburg places that were probably in my top 20 that i didn't put they're both this isn't uh south williamsburg right but the ones i was thinking of is more north vinnie's ever been there no it's on like bedford and ninth they used to have this like teenage mutant ninja turtle thing outside like a bench which is familiar classic and great we love that. They were a solid slice shop, and I had it a fair amount of times, but almost like not enough to really love and appreciate it. 
Yeah. There's this other place, Best Pizza, that's close to much more. You might have it on your list, but I sure do. I thought it was kind of overrated. Wow. Holy man. It was not the best. Wow. It was mediocre. I'll save it. It's my number six. I'll save it. All right. You know what? I'm going to switch it. I'm going to make it my number seven and make my number seven. No, number no, 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 no. I'm switching it. You, no, you didn't even know. No. Best you pizza is my it. number seven. It's I not. It's you your number six. It. It's my number seven. I'm going to tap out if you keep this going is, like this. You're going to 86 me? Yeah. My number seven is best pizza, Lance. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's, it, it's, I think, has the best ratios from sauce to cheese. Nothing special. It, I mean, it, when you have the name Best Pizza, it gets a lot of hype. I feel like the owner, I've seen her in a bunch of like Vice videos. He's like a, a media personality now. But when you come, when it comes down to it, it's the most, it's the cleanest slice, I'd say, in the game, in the New York City game of pizza. It's clean, high quality ingredients, doesn't overpower you. It's a simple, you're not going to leave there stuffed. It's best. Number seven. I went there, this is like a while ago now, and I remember the, the price was at like the highest price point. Now every pizza prices rise all the time. I feel like it was like three or three twenty-five when everything else was like two twenty-five or two fifty. So I was like, okay, then you got to be the best. And I thought it was like I thought Williamsburg was better, and they yeah. claimed to be like a a little bit of an elevated slice. And also it was like very serious. It didn't like almost feel. It felt like too elevated of a pizza place. Like the, I didn't like the vibe. They're like selling their shirts very clearly. I'm like just trying on the pizza. Hard. Yeah, they're trying, trying to be hard. a slice shop and also trying to be like a a famous hip place. Yes, because it is famous, but like they're Take calling one. the middle. Yeah, it's fair. If you're gonna have if you're gonna have pictures on the walls, then you gotta have Kevin Spacey. That's what I these places it. have. All, all of them have Kevin Spacey, and they'll take him down. And now that's a slice shop. Yeah, yeah, take it down. Take him down. To Chinatown. That's my number seven. Number six. Pizza. Number six. <laughs> number seven. You're eighty-six to me. My number six, this might be the one we're going to chop my head off. I'm not sure. It's Joe's. You're clean. I'm clean. All right, good. You're good to go. I'm good. Have you had Joe's? I love Joe's. Joe's is on my list. I think Joe's is the best standard slice. It does the job every time. It's substantial. It's more cheese than sauce, but not to the point where it's like too overpowering. And it, it is just consistent. I've had it across. There's, I think, four locations now. I've had three of them. One in the financial, the main one in Greenwich Village, which is a great, it's like the classic, perfect vibes and energy for a pizza place. The only downside is sometimes there's a long line. Yeah. I would actually go there. They open at 10 or they used to open at 10 on like the weekends. And I would go there for breakfast before giving tours. And it's great. No one was ever in there. Probably the freshest breakfast, Good also. breakfast pizza. That I can, I'll get on board for. Yeah. And yeah, so that one's good. Then the one on 14th Street is also great. They just, it, it is consistently just a terrific slice, crisp, but not like the, it's thin crust, but it's not, it, it holds up. It's just everything you would think of a New York slice. And honestly, the more I talk about it, it should be higher, but it is just, it has its limitations. It's just a standard slice of pizza. Did you see the uh, viral video from there, from the Union Square Joe's on, uh, this past weekend no it's it's unbelievable there's a brawl some like drunk guy went into the back and started brawling with the, the chefs wow the pizzaiolas and there was a huge massive melee and they were using wow. like the pizza uh pans to smack them over Jeez. their heads it, it was crazy and there's a guy who's filming like i still want my pizza and the guy wow, next super smash bros melee yeah See, the city's getting nuts 
And it's rare. To, Joe's is my number four. I think it's the best, one of the best slices, but it's also great quality for late night. I feel yes, that's usually true. late night pizza is fine, but it's, Joe's I think has the highest quality that stays open pretty late. But then you run the risk of those uh, crazy assholes coming to the back and starting. I mean, that's that's you can't pin that on Joe's. That's crazy. I mean, it, it doesn't. No, I no, feel like not. there are there are some places that encourage a vibe like that. Like if you go to a two bros, right? Oh yeah, but. Joe's does not encourage that, but the 14th one doesn't encourage that vibe. doesn't just encourage if, it, but if, if you're open late, you're saying yeah. this is for, for drunk people. There's always like the famous story that like Leonardo DiCaprio went there when he was drunk and like after a club and he bought everyone pizza. Did he buy you pizza? I wasn't there. No. I wish. Brawl me. Make a, make a wish. My number five is Joe and Pat's. Staten this, Island? This is in Staten Island. There's one in the East Village, but I haven't been to that one. But you got to think these places that are opening these second locations are not as good. One example of this is Danino's in Greenwich Village. So I had and it's solid, but I think Peter Ravello, Staten Island Zone, had said the Greenwich Village one is nothing compared to the one in Staten Island. Danino's or John yeah, Pat's? Danino's. There's the is Danino's the one that's on Bleecker or McDougal? It's on McDougal and, yeah. and Bleecker, like that corner. Right. Yeah. So anyway, but Joe and Pat's went to during this pizza tour I did last month and great ambiance for a pizza place, everything you could want. More importantly, the pizza was phenomenal. It was thin, very thin crust, I guess, probably similar to Tapo, but it also stood up. The crust was able to confront and work harmoniously with the cheese and the sauce. It was light, but you wanted more. It was mm. light, but it was heavy enough. Mm. You were in Staten Island. You're eating pizza. Mm. What what more could you be? I love it. I've never had it. I've heard great things about it. It's definitely my bucket list. It's on my bucket list. I want to fuck it. It's a little cheesy. <laughs> it's getting saucy in here. It is getting saucy. My number four is Spumoni Gardens. L&B Spumoni Gardens in Gravesend. I've been to this place twice. I think in terms of vibe, it is the best pizza hang, arguably in the country. Wow. You're going to South Brooklyn. It's a environment that kind of screams, we have, we know what we're doing when it comes to pizza. It's intimidating. I thought, I don't think it's that intimidating. Once you go there once, it's not intimidating. First time. I went, I've only been there once. I, I think if you're not from the tri-state area, it's very intimidating. Sure. Absolutely. But if you know how to operate in those types of spaces, it, it feel I feel actually com- like very comfortable there. I feel Most like the, after the first time, after you kind of get your bearings. Yeah. I, I've I've only been there once. It didn't make my top nine, but it's a legendary place. I was I was overwhelmed when I was there. You're they're known for their their Sicilian Squares. square tomato very tomato heavy there's cheese but there's very little cheese and it's the type of slice that you have it i mean they're different like the middle ones are way different than the ends with like the crust versus no crust it's it's more of a tomato pie like it's more traditional what pizza was back in you know tomato pie style as opposed to like slathered with cheese but you have it and it's just a combination of that nice flaky crust the sauce you got to bring some napkins. You're going to get it all over you. There's picnic tables. There's people talking about the Jets. It's Buster just Wilson. There's families there. 
it's like a date it's a daytime i mean i've only been there in the daytime but i imagine that it's that's when it's at its best daytime summertime after the beach on the way to the beach they got a parking lot but it's like too small so you got to park on the street it just has everything you could want right one also curtis slew assigns for mayor everywhere which top quality pizza places definitely a lot of them there's a consistency with curtis slew assigns for mayor good to know wow i didn't pack my list on that but i hope they had it yeah that's that's the sign of a good pizza place Literally, the sun at the half. Yeah. Strong. My, that was my number four. Yeah. I mean, I, they opened up one in Brooklyn Heights, which is smart for them, a money grab, and they'll probably clean up. But if streets. Mayor Lee. But what's his name? Mayor. Oh, Sliwa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but anyway, they open in Brooklyn Heights, but you got to go to the original. It's it is the best. It is the best pizza hang out there. I know they opened up a different one, another one. Wow. Yeah, L and B. That was number four. My number six, Lance. It's always been my number six. Happy it's in this place. It's Astoria Pizza Factory. It's my only Astoria pizza, and the only pizza that I have on my list that I don't think of their cheese slice being their best thing. They got the best buffalo chicken pie. In wow, all the yeah, world. that sounds good. Above chick pizza, it's consistent. It's a great ratio of the hot sauce to a little bit of blue cheese to the chicken. is beautifully stop. breaded and crispy. Please stop. It's a saucy, but like you're not, your mouth's not on fire, but it's got a little bit of heat. And the crust is crunchy. Great dough, solid dough. It's, it's in between. A, it's not a thin crust. It's, it's a classic crust. It's not Neapolitana. It's football pizza. It's a story of Pizza Factory. No frills. Mainline that factory right into my mouth. Love to. I've never heard of this place. It's not Does a famous it, one. It's it get key. to play outside. I thought about putting my local one now, Via Roma, which is very good, but I decided that Williamsburg is better. Yeah. There's a bunch of good pizza places in my, my neighborhood. There's so this many is, good pizza places. Too. Yeah. A lot of it is just a function of, I mean, there's clearly some that the quality is beyond burger, but right. most pizza places in New York are good. I feel like it's hard to survive as a bad pizza place. 99, the 99 cent pizza is also solid. I don't hate it. Yeah, I, 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 had, I had so much of it like my first two years and I got so sick of it. Yeah. You could taste at, at a certain point, you could just taste, taste like the cardboard. Yeah. The crust is actually made of cardboard. That's why it's a dollar. Right. When you're running around doing open mics, when you're running around the city as a young gun, an intern, nothing better than a quick dollar slice. I think they're dollar 50 now. I've seen some dollar 50. Yeah. What are you going to do? Inflation. My num- Station. My number six, we talked about it, best pizza. You think it's overrated? I think it's, it's you already did. You already did it. I switched it. My list is all messed up. I just did my number six. That was my number seven. My number five, Lance. Angelo's. Angelo's Pizza. There's a couple of them. The best one is 54th and 2nd. Coal Oven Pizza. I feel like my first few years in the city, my friend, his father used to live in this neighborhood and t- took me there. And it was the first pizza to knock my socks off. I was like, this is what pizza is. I was used to New Jersey pizzas. That's really good. But this is coal oven, fresh, chewy, fresh, chewy, chewy and fresh at the same time. Tangy sauce, delectable, homemade ingredients. 
Angelo's. Highly recommend. Never had it. Underrated too. I feel like it doesn't get the the mainstream attraction, but it's a, a neighborhood staple. I had actually never heard of it either. Good. But it, it sounds like a pizza place. Out there. If someone yeah. says you want to go to Angelo's get pizza, I'm saying obviously. Got to. I feel like the only other place, only other uh, name that would be like better would be like Angelo. Luigi. Love there's, Angelo. There is a Luigi's that's pretty good in Park Slope. There you go. Carmine. Not- Carmine's is the Italian restaurant, but I would say like Carmine would be the name that I would trust over Carmine Angelo. Street Pizza, isn't there? I don't think pizza. so. No? Joe's is on Carmine Street. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. There is a place called or, uh, pa- Pasquale. You know that name? Mm-hmm. Or Pas- whatever. Yeah. There is a place, Pasquale Jones. Sure. I don't know if it's still open. They have pizza. I had it once, but it's like too, it's like, it's like too much, too, too high class. Got That's it. not even, it's like, what are you doing? Angelo's is classic. They, it's like an Italian restaurant also, but they're known for the oh, pizza. You gotta love that. And I like that it hasn't gotten like a lot of this, but the place that I'm, that I tried yesterday, that's like a famous place. Once it get turns the corner and becoming famous, I feel like the quality goes low. They start resting on their laurels. People are just showing up for the name. A lot of time. Ooh, I think I might know what you're talking about, and I feel the same way. So I hope it's that. I'm sure it is. It's got so, it. So yeah, um, but coal oven. There's not many places in the city that have coal coal ovens because they were banned at some point. So you basically have to be grandfathered in for coal ovens. Lombardi's, which is the first pizza place, or it's not the first pizza, but it's credited with being the oldest pizzeria in the United States, which is sort of not true because. They closed a bit in the 80s and they also aren't in their original location. They have a coal oven. Uh, I guess Stanco's, uh, M Emmy Squared or whatever that one. It's in like the West Village. I think they have a coal oven. Heard of it. Arturo's on House and Street has a coal oven. But not many, not many places have coal ovens. It's a rare Bad for the environment, but good for your internal environment. Right. I think that's also why the whole phase of Neapolitana pizzas, like because they get those those ovens more for the show. But the doughing, it's, it's no, not they're, they're good. Not, not for me. Angelo's, though, highly recommend. If you're ever in the area, Midtown East. Take, take your family. My number four, we talked about it. It's Joe's, Lance. Smoke them Joe's, Lance. Standard, best slice in the city, I would say. Just like standard if, you don't, if you're not looking for you know, a curveball. This is a fastball down the middle, all juiced up, knocking out of the park. And like we said before, it's the best late night slice, high quality late night. If you're out and about, I know you're anti-delivery, but they all, when I lived in the city, they also did a great delivery pie, which is a lot of places. Their delivery is much different than when you show up and get it. Their delivery held up pretty well whenever I got it. It's Joe's. They got the table. They got the tablecloth. Open table. Resi. Book me. Not much to say about Joe's. Do you get ever their other slices? They have like what that margarita one and no. pepperoni. Not a margarita guy. I'll, I'll, I'll get a pepperoni, but pepperoni's good. But cheese, their cheese, please. Yes, me. They only make. I also respect. Like I feel like so many places now are making twelve different types of pizza. Yeah. And Joe's, I think they just have like three or four. And they have pepperoni, and they have they might have a white margarita. pie. Yeah, might I think that's it. White slice, yeah. Got to respect that. They know what they're good at. A lot of pictures on the wall, too. They're like, I think, like the king of pictures on the wall. Yeah. 
But if you can back it up, walk the walk. Yeah. Montauk. <laughs> number, my number three is I think maybe the, it's not the hardest to get in, but it's very hard to get in or it was before the pandemic, but it was just so good that it was always merited Parkway, the way. Meredith Theater. Ruby Rosa. Never had it. It's in Nolita, which is the neighborhood called Nolita because it means north of Little Italy, but it used to be Little Italy. But then all the Italians left slash things closed slash, you know, got gentrified. And they said, this isn't Little Italy anymore. It's Nolita. (laughs) It's sexy. It's a sexy name. Yeah. And it's actually someone associated with Joe and Pat's that like started it. Interesting. I didn't know that. It's, a fa- it's famous. I've, I've heard, seen all the pictures on Instagram. It is. They're all, they have a bunch of different pies. Their white pie is one of the best pizzas out there. Really? Their cheese is great. They have pasta as well. It is definitely like a bit hip, a little bit more upscale, but it maintains its ethos as a pizza place. The waits there are very long, but they justified. There was a period of time where Kate and I would go there on like Sunday nights. And do you remember Jimmy Young? Sure. He worked there. Really? So he would like kind of hook us up sometimes. As a waiter? Use bartender. Awesome. Wow. That's yeah. a big hookup. That's, that's a game changer. Yeah. I gave him some spots. He gave me, uh, you know, cutting in the line. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Holy. That's, that, that's New York for you. Trading spots with, with slices. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. I, I've just seen the pictures online. They have like the, the pie and they do the swirly, like the pesto yes, sauce on top. They have that one. It's, it's very, uh, it is definitely, I mean, I'm not sure if things change. Like, I mean, I went now, I went to dinner in downtown Manhattan like a month ago and it's like Gen Z. So who knows if Gen Z likes this place, it's things still change. but it's, it is, uh, very Instagrammable, but yeah. it is great. Like I, you could try to find ways to hate it, but there's no way it is. It can be, it could easily be number one on my list, but it's not because it lacks certain. The other, the other two I think are, have qualities that are just beyond burger. What Ruby Rosa could offer. Definitely on the bucket list, but I would say it's the best. I'll say this. Say it. Best, best pizza place in Manhattan. Ooh. We more of a sit down. You're not going to go there and grab a slice. You're getting, they only do pies. And you got to go there with, you know, at very least one other person, but sure. Highly, highly recommend. They also do a gluten-free pizza. So if you're ever going with a gluten-free person. Ruby Rosa Parks. Yeah. I'm not sitting in the back of the bus for that one. Yeah. My number two is Lucali. Rub it in. Never had that either. You could, you're acting like you're a victim here, but you could have it whenever you want. I wasn't, show invited, wasn't invited to Kate's party with her friends from out of town where you guys had to wait an hour and a half. Wasn't invited. You actually couldn't have come, I don't think, because I don't think we could have done more than eight. We could barely do eight people, so sorry. Anyway. I take I, I accept your apology. It As much as I talked about this a few episodes ago with the QAB waiting thing, it's a whole scene. I have been going there now. I realized the first time I went there was 2012, and I'd gone there like every year until like maybe 2015 or 2016. And then hadn't gone until now. And it's definitely been, you know, it's uh, mega, mega popular. It was popular before. Now it's like the, the myth of it is almost greater than the actual place, which is unfortunate. And it's probably why it's not number one. But the experience is 
kind of unbeatable. And it's why it merit parkways. It's, it's reputation. Yeah. Pizza is phenomenal. The environment, you feel like you're simultaneously in Italy and in Brooklyn, which I don't even know how they pull off. The hype is just too much for me at this point. I feel like I, I got to try it at some point, but like you said, I don't think it'll ever live up to the expectation I have in my mind of it. I've, I've, I've seen the myths of the guy who created it. They use wine bottles to roll out the dough. You have to wait hours beforehand and it's always worth it. It blows your mind. But at the end of the day, it's, it's pizza. Yeah, I think it's kind of what almost Katz's Deli is to like the Jewish delicatessen to what old school New York pizza. But it's not even that old. It opened in like 2006, but they just, it feels like it's been there forever. Right. Legendary. My number one is Defara. It's, Kate said, I think put, put it best, it's the quality of ingredients from Italy with the crispness and kind of persona of a New York slice. And that's, that's it. Also, I think it's kind of just maintained what it is. There definitely has been some sort of, I don't know if it's like private equity or whoever has gotten a hand in it. And they're like, they opened one up in like that Williamsburg. I don't know if it's like the whole foods or, you know, like Did they? And they opened up one in um, one of those markets in Manhattan, like the urban space or, you know, one of those places. So they're like expanding in that way, but I'm not talking about those. And just like the, the clat, the, the original in Midwood, it, you, you, you'd have no idea that it's like the best pizza place in New York city. It's just there. It's in a Jewish neighborhood. So there's just, you know, our people just walk milling around, walking around and there's this pizza place and you're eating the pizza, maybe in there, maybe on the side of the road. It's just a humble operation that is producing the best thing in New York City. And it's it's a relic, but also the most, like I, I appreciate it so much that New York has these things. And this is like what New York is and known for. And a lot of times it almost always gets ruined by money and by changing neighborhoods and by changing kind of narratives. I mean, the pizza is not, it's, it's $5, but for the quality you're getting is well worth it. They could charge $7, I feel like. And it is a, it is an experience and it is pizza in its purest, finest, no frills, except this is the best pizza you'll ever have for them. Lance, you're not going to believe this. Ripley's believe it or not, Lance. It's my number one as well. The Farah, the game changer. Everything you just said is making me emotional. It's making me tear up. What did Kate say? It's like the Italian ingredients in New York. With Italian, like the New York slice New York uh, style. Yeah. Well said. It's crispness. It's Christmas when I eat it. I went there with my the pod father a few years ago. And we got there and the, the Dom, the pizza maker, like they, they pretty much were like running on his schedule. He like hadn't woken up yet. And, and we just waited around for them. We waited like two hours. We waited an hour for him to get there. Then he had, a, but it was well worth it. Never had a slice like that ever in my life. So fresh, the fresh ripped basil at the end, seeing him, it's almost like looking at like a, like a master craftsman, the, just the, the oil, the weight. And it's like you said, it's in a Jewish neighborhood. And I'm, I remember a few uh, stores down, there's a kosher pizza place that was also like yeah. packed with all like the Orthodox going in there. And the fact that this place is next to that in that area and it's the best pizza place in the city, it's undeniable. 
it's it's a it's a family owned shop like dom i think owns it and his daughter and and sons also work there and it's both a sorry i interrupted you No, at the time it didn't seem like it had been affected by becoming super famous i don't know what it's like like now no i mean i went there a few weeks ago and no you would not know that it's super you have no idea pardon the interruption before i'm tony kornheiser listen up cinnabon wilbon the place is so good that they got temporary clothes for owing like four hundred thousand dollars in taxes and the mayor of the city whose job is basically dependent on businesses and people paying their taxes so they could do things said we have to make sure this place is open open it back up is this de blasio being incompetent yes but also it's this pizza place is the best Gotta love maybe it. it's so good it doesn't have to pay taxes. Maybe that's it. It's fine, fine by me. Or maybe that's why they want Curtis. They have a Curtis Lua for mayor sign. So maybe they, they don't. To. Maybe Curtis said you don't have to pay taxes. Legendary. Unbelievable. Great slice. Yeah. Well worth the wait. That was your number one. And that was my number one. Rewinding a little bit. Surprise, this place isn't on, wasn't on your top nine. Interested to know what you think about it. It's John's of Bleaker. Number, number three, just incredible, like coal fire and also like a sit down. The vibes and energy of the place are so awesome. You, you can't go there and like try to go in and out. It's usually a long wait. Fresh ingredients. It's, it's just um, unbelievably great pizza, but just like the also the location and like the tables and the whole history of the place. It is unbelievable. I like that you can't get slices and you can't just like, you have to plan to go there. I feel like it's on kind of the same level as Lucali, but Lucali, I feel like it has more of like a mystique. John's has gotten like a little touristy, but not, I think it still maintained the quality. I've only been there once and I didn't think it was that good. It was like very wow. greasy. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> greasy? Did you get toppings? No. I just, didn't, I just didn't think it was that good. And I thought within the area, there's like five places within like a 10 minute walk that are better. I would say Joe's is better. I would say I like Fiori's. They closed RIP. Arturo's. Fiori's better than John's a bleaker? Yeah. That's her. That's you got to go back. You got to go back. That is Keste, you know, that place Keste like across the street. That place is pretty good. Better. John's a bleaker. The, the oven is unbelievable. It's, it's got the crispness and the chewy and the soft doughy. I thought it was fine. You had a bad, you had a bad dough. That's also the thing. Sometimes these places you might get a bad pie. I know pie. you might get a bad pie, but if you're going to do that, like it's like, you have to wait, you have to, it's right. a whole thing. So you better be delivering or, you know, it's delivering in person. If you're not going to deliver with that weight and whole rigmarole, then it's goodbye. Not on my list. Yeah. All right. My number two, you might be surprised by this one, but it is my favorite slice, cheese slice, because it has the best sauce in the game. It's a little out of left field, Lance. It's by Madison Square Garden, Penn Station. It's Pizza Suprema. Unbelievable, the tangiest, sweetest sauce in the whole entire world that I ever had. It's a slice place. They're always busy when there's during rush hour, rush limbaugh, but they have like a whole process. It's a whole system. Guys yelling at you, what do you want? What do you represent? I represent the best tang in the game. It is the first bite. It kind of, it's kind of jarring because this sauce is not out of a jar. It's, it's incredible. You got to try it to believe it. 
It's not your standard slice, but it looks like it. You wouldn't believe it had this kind of robust flavor. Pizza Suprema, it is supreme. It's a good one. I hadn't, I've had it. I hadn't thought about it, but I, it's like an in and out place. Like it's chaos. Yeah. Oh yeah. The slice is good. Yeah, no, that's, uh, it's a, that's a well very good call. machine. It's a well-oiled machine. It's ca- within what appears to be chaos is incredible order. Exactly. It's, and they're, it's taming, they're working hard. It's yeah. It's in a crazy area. It's like taming yeah. the craziness of the city, which only a pizza place can. I mean, that's great. I feel like that is the quintessential New York pizza place possibly. Definitely. Definitely. And they're not on any TV shows. People exactly. are writing, writing them exactly. up. People aren't coming there to take a picture, but I think they should. Cause I think it's, uh, it's my number two. They're serving up slices and humble pies. Delicious. Sweet treats. And sweet sauce. The sweetest of the sweet. And then my number one is DeFaro. We talked about it. I'll go to Nira and I'll go DeFaro. Go from near and far. Glad you didn't have, Lance. What what pizza? My guess is Prince Street Pizza. Had it once. It was utter garbage. It was was maybe viscerally angry. I waited yesterday. 30 minutes wrapped around the block. Everybody I've talked to, this is the, oh my God, you got to try the Soho Square, the, the, the different squares. It was focaccia bread with, with yep. too much oil, pepperoni spilling over. I waited 30 minutes. It was floppy, too much sauce. I feel like I, I also got a bad pie as t- on top of all that, but it was over. There's so many pictures on the walls. So many famous people have been there. It was upsetting. It was crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's Fakakta Fakacha. Really is. They are trying so hard. They act like they're this like storied institution. They opened like five years ago. Right. It's really not that good. It's not. So people I think are it's, falling for it. It's everyone just, I've talked to. Everyone it's falls for it. It's just the location. Something with the location. It's Always probably corner from St. Pat's. So I think people are like, oh, this is Little Italy Pizza because they all closed. And Ruby Rose is like hard to get into. And it feels like this is like a classic slice shop. They just capitalized on a bunch of different things and made it appear like they're good. And the pizza really is, is mediocre. It was horrible. It was it's, really- it's, it's bad because they charge so much. If they charge normal prices, it'd be okay. This is fine. But they charge, it's like what, 450 for like a pizza yeah. slice. And the weight. And the, it was like unorganized. Also. The experience, it like it's like, it's like, this is not the experience of getting a pizza. Yeah. I remember it being unorganized and like, they were the act they acted like you should be so lucky to be having yeah. this pizza. Everyone well, who was like waiting for their pizza to come out of the oven, like they got the orders wrong and like everyone is it, it was it was just if is if, if, if that's happening, but the pizza's good, I'm it's fine with me. But if the pizza's bad on top of that. Yeah. I'm glad glad we're on the same page there. Huge. One place that it, yeah. one one place that I haven't been to that I really like. I feel like I've been to enough places that I could confidently do this list, but I've never been to Patsy's in Patsy's good. East Harlem. Never been to that one. There, well, there's been a few. Oh, so they're all different. They had some sort of issue with franchising, so they're all like they're not owned by the same people. Like the Patsy's that they may be in like Midtown or whatever. It's like totally different. Yeah, I do want to go to the one in East Harlem, and I haven't been there. For that, that's a it's been around for a long time. Yeah, solid top nines. We got our predictors, Lance. We got our predictors. We got Phil Jackson. He was excited about this. This he is a said, tough list to predict. This is will be seal. It was tough. We kind of said that we thought you're going to throw out something, and I said he's going to have some wild card, Shake Shack pizza or something. And then Bill said definitely Sabaro. 
Phil, what do you? Wow, this is what you guys do in the DMs, huh? You really do trash me. Sabaro pizza. You think sometimes, I'm a Sabaro guy? Sometimes Shake get... Shack pizza. <laughs> sometimes. <I'm> getting... get... <laughs> All right. I gotta start. Me and Kate gotta open up the conversation a little bit. Me, I gotta start digging deep to start getting getting some hot casts on Lancey. Sabaro, what am I, Michael Scott in the office? I said that I'm gonna Attorney General Sabaro you from the pod if you say that. <laughs> if I say, yeah, it's not even like 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 a sarcastic. Sabaro's trash. You know how men talk. Just shitting on the person that's not there. All right, that's fair. I get it. Take a few turns while driving down Hilarity Highway, and bang, we're in Pizza Town. I love that, Phil. Zoom down. Comedy clutch. As the famous Ninja Turtle Michelangelo would so emphatically proclaim, it's pizza time. <laughs> love it, Phil. Pull out all the references. Luigi. Pizza is about as, as important as where you decide to go get it. Sure is. Its origins suggest Italy, but I'll proudly say that New York has created its own stamp on the historic dough, sauce, and cheese combination known as the pizza pie. You want to know the secret of NYC pizza? Is it the water? Is it the people? Is it the storied pizza ovens? Who knows? And quite frankly, who cares? Eat up. Great call, Phil. Who cares? Spin me around your head, slam me down on a flower, sauce me up and sprinkle that cheese on, because it's time to tear me into eight slices and party. I'm going to slice and dice you, Phil. Love a pizza party. I'm going to chew you up. Without any further ado, here's where my man lands on his historic top nine. Huge intro, but Phil just going down history lane and painting a pizza party picture. All right, we got Grimaldi's. Boo. Have you, has you even had Grimaldi's, Phil? I feel like he's, he's just like looking up pizza places. Come on. Lucali. That's fair. I don't, I never had it. Never, never had it. Patsy's. It's also another fair pick. It's probably in my top 15. Prince is he gonna go over pizza. Here? Phil, this is <laughs> Phil. I, this is revealed parming your process a little bit. You definitely Googled best pizza in the city. I hope you haven't had Prince Street, and I hope you're just relying on the, the algorithm, Phil. But if you are, I'm gonna rip your head off. You're he's over for right now. He's he's fully over. Joe's. All right, we're on the board. We're on the board, Phil. Thank goodness. <laughs> John's. Bang, bang. We're going back to back. Once Phil gets momentum, you can't be stopped. Cole Love and you're cooking now, Phil. See what you got. And the only guy left is his bonus. Bonus artichoke pizza. Oh, I actually do like it. I think that was thrown in there to try to rile me up. It was actually on my top 10. I'm a big artichoke guy. I grew I, up. I briefly uh, thought about it, but decided not to. It's good quality ingredients. I feel like they also surpassed the uh, getting famous stage. Yes. And then yes. kind of lost quality. But there was a, a phase there where like everyone was talking artichoke pizza it, after the bar. We're going to get artichoke. Yeah. If you're like between 21 and 24, it's, it's the best. And then yeah. it's just going to go downhill from there. Yeah. I mean, if I eat it, then I'm just going to have to shit my pants. So, I, but their plant slice was also pretty good. They had a good plan. Yeah. But you're not, it's artichoke. It's called artichoke pizza. True. Kate comes in with some great pizza picks for pizza Parker. And she does admit. <laughs> I have an unfair advantage this week because he recently took me on a pizza tour, but here's some LPPPs. Nice. This is a pretty good showing from Kate. Defara. Bang. Spumoni Gardens. Huge. 
Lucali. And fuego. You want you to see that? Joan Pats. She's in fuego. <laughs> the Williamsburg pizza. Bang! <laughs> She's literally five for five. Ruby Rosa. Boom! <laughs> Joe's. <laughs> and then finally, Polly G's. Oh, I almost had Polly G's and I, it was like number 10. Oh, man. I should have had it for the almost perfection. Almost a perfect game. Almost Polly perfect G's game. was like my number 10. I've heard of it. I've seen the guy. It's good. It. It's very good. It's a cool play. It's like a great pizza experience as well. One of the better pizza experience. Their kind of thing is they have, uh, and now it's pretty popular, but it was like Mike's Hot Honey. Yeah. They put it on the pizza. That's good. And it's, yeah, it's great. They open up a slice shop. I think, you know, getting a little bit corporate slash easy money grab. But yeah. the original pie place is, is, I would highly recommend it for a great date place or a great mm. just hanging, hanging with the, with the Jacksons. <laughs> good to know i love hanging with the jacksons yeah i feel like paulie g's become a little famous also i've seen i've seen yeah. him in different interviews anything is paulie g great name that's my uh, paulie D. that was my high school or my elementary school principal paulie g really yeah i called him big paulie <laughs> when i was like 10 years old wow you're a little, little you're a little rambunctious i was a, li- a little literally big paulie <laughs> you were a little literally Sauce me up and toast me down the oven. Yeah. Thank you for our predictors. Lance and <laughs> Lance. Huge! <laughs> Lance went nuts. Absolutely bananas. Huge song by Kate. Can't can't beat that. Yeah. Really, really beat down Phil there. Phil, he went on a little run, but put a, a slam slam on him. No, Phil. Phil will come back next week, though. You know it. He always does. QABs? Let's move and groove into some QABs, questionable at best. We got 21 minutes. You think it'll be enough? Lance, if we go over, I'm just ending the pod. You're going to have to bring in the closer by yourself. I got to see right. this pup. All right. I'm just being serious. QABs, Lance, you want me to go first? I do. I was waiting. I thought, I thought this it would never come. It's, it's, I'm about to combust. This one's a little upsetting. I'm going to try not to burst anybody's eardrums. My local bodega, I go there last week. I go there... Almost John Daly, almost a daily show. I go there a lot, Lance. If we're talking coffee, we're talking fruit, we're talking egg sandos, talking lunch, we're talking dessert. Anything I need, I get there. I walk in there during the week, walk in there last week, and I immediately smell a little stank, a little something off in the air. I'm not sure what it is. I can't really place it yet. I have a mask on. So I'm not really sure. Maybe it's my mask. Maybe I burped into my mask. Never. Maybe I stepped in something. Stepped in my own way. I'm walking down the aisles of my bodega, and I see a little dog. Not not common, the rapper, that I see a little dog in my bodega. Don't think much of it. I whip around the corner, and I see three little dog poops just sitting there next to the fresh produce, Lance. Nonetheless. Little poops just sitting there. And the guy, and a, a few aisles down is this dog with an owner on a leash. I could, I'm now putting a couple pieces of a puzzle together, Lance. That smell that I smelt on the way in, that's dog poop, Lance. And it's sitting there, not picked up by the owner, let alone a dog pooping a bodega, a place of food, a place of love. Kevin, 
eventually one of the people who works there sees it, smells it, and and gets a like a mop and he cleans it up. But the QAB, how does the dog owner did the dog owner not see the dog poop? Maybe he didn't see it. He's got to smell it eventually. How do you have the balls to then leave it? He just leaves it and he's still shopping around with a dog. Maybe if, you, if you're going to leave it, get out of there. I'm, I'm not, it's just, it was made me so angry. I, I almost want to call him out. Like you're going to make this guy clean up your own, your dog's shit. And he shat in this store, William Shatner. I think it's still alive. I almost died. And now I, now it's like, whenever I walk in there, I feel like there's poop particles in the air. QAB. That's all I got. Yeah. And they might even make you pay an extra feces. <laughs> I don't want that. And it's a different species poop. I just can't believe that you have the, the gall, the Smith Haven gall, to yell at me for my dislike of dogs and then drop this bomb. It's, it's presumptuous. <laughs> I just isn't a dog issue. Is a I was I was issue. I was almost like, is there something wrong with me? Why don't I like why do I dislike dogs to this level? And then you come in with this, and this is exactly why. Is because it a dog issue? It, it is no, it is what dogs do to humans like the human was almost like protecting the dog in this case and it's like you cannot behave like that as a dog but you really can't this is what this is what it is i I zeroed it in thank you it is what dogs do to the humans who own them this is what i don't like about dogs they do do thank you thank you they do do is what they do no, they encourage this type of behavior and it's acceptable because it's under the umbrella of a dog, but it's really just a cover for their shitty, no pun intended, behavior. I don't blame the dog here. This is all the Thank you. Dog. I am so happy. I, <laughs> you, you actually helped me figure it out. I mean, I'm, I'm glad. Malcolm Gladwell that I maybe helped in that way, but I don't see this as a, a dog issue. The dog had to poop. I exactly. Owner, exactly. The, owner sh- the owner should have... Exactly. My dislike of dogs is not... It's not the dogs. It's what the dogs do to the humans. Okay. And this is a, what this dog did to this human. All right. That, that's that's fair. I can see that. It does You do does change everything. I can't it believe it. it. This, is, this is revelatory. This is what the podcast... Now, I have been wanting to do a bit for years about why I don't like dogs. And now I realize it's, I don't like dog owners. So you're, you're a dog lover. You're, no, you're I'm just lo- neutral. I'm neutral about dogs. Okay. But you hate dog owners. I, I despise what dog, like owning a dog does to people. I don't agree with it. I think it makes people better. People you dog on better agree with it. <laughs> I don't agree with it. I think for the most part, it fulfills people people it, it, oh, it puts another piece of their heart together it's more it's love in, in the world it doesn't have to it, it's comforting some people need a you know a, a best it's, friend it's paying money to get to to the church to get to have it's indulgences i don't i don't know about that i think sometimes people need a you know you can't always get a girlfriend and wife you can get a dog it's true however i think not this is there are plenty of fine dog owners but there are a lot of dog owners who especially in new york city yeah People, the dog, that's a different different group of, of dog owners. Some They're barking, the barking up the wrong tree. And I'm picking up their poop. My QAB is less, uh, I guess, intense than yours. <laughs> I would argue it's really the definition of uh, first world problems, but I think you'll appreciate my dissatisfaction here. 
I've talked a lot about Ample Hills ice cream. We live close to it. It is, I am not a huge ice cream person, but it is so delicious. It is definitely my favorite ice cream. Not in just in the city, just ever. It is so wow. good. Huge. However, going there is a little bit always like, you know, these ice cream places, there's like kids who get excited and whatever. It's just like, it's not poorly run, but it's just like, so I'll set, I'll paint you a picture. Please. You walk in and there's a line to get your scoops and whatever. And you go on the line. However, on the other side, so you, you go and you make a right to get to this line to get, you know, they give you the scoops and whatever. But if you go to the left, you go to their freezer, the which, which have the pints. Your and they have a sign, it, like skip the line if you get a pint. So we go to the left, get a pint. And this has happened now a few times. We're just like, people are, there's everyone working there. There's usually like two to four people working there. And they're always preoccupied with getting the people, their scoops. Scoopers. So this time we just waited there probably for like four solid minutes, just like with our ice cream while they're just helping everyone else. And not that I'm mad, but we I was just like, at the point, like if we're waiting a few more minutes or just walk out, it's just that there's clearly no manager. Like they're clear, like everyone worked and unless the manager is just incompetent, but it seems like every time we, this has happened like a few different times. So it's just like, there's no person that they want to pay an extra, what, $2 an hour to be the person who's actually like in charge of anything. And it's just baffling. And it bothers me because I'm like, this is, this can be more efficient and this could be a better experience. And it just rubs me the wrong way. I could see that. I feel you're, you're irritated. You rubbed the wrong way. Let me say this though. Are you in the minority of people getting pints and scoops? Like, are you oh, definitely. always right? So they're not prepared to service these people getting pints. And also, do they, are you saying that they're going to, there's a line of people getting, going to get scoops. Are they going to get the next person to get scoops if you're waiting to, to cash out for the pint? That's what they're, it seems like is happening because I don't know how they could. Can't have that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how it's taking this long. That's, that's tough. And it's frustrating when you got something that's melting in your hands. Exactly. You're on the clock. Yeah. That's fair. Also, we've been charged different amounts. They just like don't know what's going on. Well, like sometimes it's eight fifty, sometimes it's nine dollars. They have great great quality product, but I feel like their management is not great. They they got bought out. It's not the original owners. It's a whole whole new world. Hold hold, hold, hold to do. Do to do. You ever think about going to get some scoops? I've gotten scoops before. We go for pints because it's it lasts longer and better to share. It's economically it's economically more advantageous. But is it more advantageous to not have to wait? We shouldn't Would have you, to wait. You actually do have to wait longer because there's always a line for scoops. So you're ended up it, it almost ends up being like either the same amount of time or even a little a shorter. Yeah. Gotcha. Hogwash. But over time, you're saving a lot of money getting the pints. Got it. It's a, it's a creamy situation. Yeah. Giggles. And cream. Solid. Like a rock. This was a tasty episode. We got 11 minutes to spare. Is there anything you we, want to get off your chest? Pretty much said everything I got to say, Lance. Right. This is a great episode. Want to bring in the closer? Let's do it. One, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah.
Sweet sauce. That was From nice. Suprema Pizza. Suprema. Got anything to plug? Anything to promote? Not yet, but maybe next week or the week after. Love that. I got nothing. Subscribe to the Patreon. Send us a question. Remain, let us know what you think of the pod. I get a lot of random feedback from different Razorbacks. Michael K. We haven't heard from the Schnecks in a while. Phil Jackson. If you're out there, Schnackery, anybody but the pod nemesis. Oh, I do have an update. My parents oh, no. definitely stopped listening. That's fair. They claim they listened. I think they listened to like two episodes. Yeah. Which is fine. But, you know, they pretend like they listen. So, listen. They're not listening. That's which fair. is fine. Don't pretend. Absolutely. Yeah, in the plug? Hair plugs. No, I'm not. Imagine I got hair plugs. I would love that. I would Actually, never do that. <laughs> It's a little too far gone for that. Yeah. Uh, no, I got some shows, but you know, I don't want. I really don't want people to come. <laughs> I'll say. I'll say that. Amen to that. All right, solid epi. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.